Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so glad you're with me again today. This is the 24th day, and I'm so excited. Now, I'm well aware that some of you are listening to these things, you know, not necessarily on the exact day. Why? Because there are some groups of people, you may be in that group, and it's okay if you are. It's absolutely fine, but you can't just listen to one. I mean, you want to listen to three and four and five and six at a time. And so, you know, today may be, you know, the second day of the month, and you're already 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 up to number 24. Well, hey, that's okay. That's great. You know, not, not a problem. You know, uh, let me encourage you. Uh, then, then when you get finished with these and these 31 Proverbs, then find something else or go back through them again, or just add them each day to your life. Uh, but every day be found doing something so that God can be pouring into you. And if you don't have something better to do, then why not go through one Proverbs every day. Uh, And you could actually go through this one over and over and over and over and over again, but you would end up only zeroing in on one principle or one concept or one verse out of each proverb. Whenever you you go through them over and over and over, God's going to pick something particular for you for that day, for that season of your life. And also today, whichever one that I pick to expound on and meditate on, okay, uh, well, listen, uh, uh, meditate on that one if you don't have another one, but there may be one that just calls out to you as we're going through this. And the best way to go through this is for you to get your Bible out and go along, read along with me while I'm reading it, okay? Uh, you know, uh, open up your phone app or, or your, your iPod app or Android app, you know, and, and read along with me. Uh, if you can't do that, if you're listening to these, you know, over your phone because you're driving to work or, you know, don't read while you're driving uh, or you're, uh, you know, you're in some other situation, you know, you got the phone in, in your back pocket or your shirt pocket and you're, you're listening to it over your earphones while you're uh, working or, or working out or whatever's going on. I understand that. But if you're just sitting at home in your early morning quiet time, catching the very first of what God wants to say to you today or in the evening time, whatever time you're doing this, if you can take out your Bible and go along because something else will speak to you. Invariably, you'll hear the Word of God uh, with just a little different uh, uh, facet uh, uh, um, uh, perspectives than what than what anyone else does because God is tailoring His Word for you. There's a wonderful general word that goes out, the wonderful rhema, the general word of God. And then uh, there is that, that specific word of God, rather the logos is the general word of God. It just goes out generally. And then there's a rhema word of God, a specific word of God, a now word for you. Okay. So let's begin Proverbs chapter 24, the King James Version. Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. For their hearts studieth destruction, and their lips talk of mischief. Through wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel thou shalt make war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too high for a fool. He openeth not his mouth in the gate. He that devises to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. The thought of foolishness is sin, and the scorner is an abomination to men. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. 
If thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death and those that are ready to be slain. If thou sayest, behold, we knew it not, dost not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul, doth not he know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? My son, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul when thou hast found it. Then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. Lie not wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Spoil not his resting place. For a just man falleth seven times and riseth again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. Rejoice not when thine enemy falleth. And let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. Lest the Lord see it and it displease him and he turn away his wrath from him. Fret not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious at the wicked. For there shall be no reward to the evil man, and the candle of the wicked shall be put out. My son, fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not with them that are given to change. For their calamity shall rise suddenly, and who knoweth the ruin of them both? These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect of persons in judgment. He that saith unto the wicked, Thou art righteous, him shall the people curse. Nations shall abhor him. But to them that rebuke him shall be delight. And a good blessing shall come upon them. Every man shall kiss the lips that giveth a right answer. Prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterwards build thine house. Be not wise against thy neighbor without cause, and deceive not with thy lips. Say not, I will do so to him as he hath done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. I went by the field of the slothful, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding, and lo, it was all grown over with thorns, and nettles had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man." I love these Proverbs. As I go over them day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, they bring such memories back to certain times in my life whenever one of them became a principle of life and I embraced it and I meditated on it and I, I, I decided I would take it into my heart, into my life. You know, the Word of God uh, is it, so powerful that whenever we embrace it, when we make it a pillar of, 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 of God's Word, when we accept it if, as a principle, then we are able to use it the rest of our life. Uh, you know, uh, in fact, today, we're going to use one of these principles found in Proverbs 24 that I have used for years. We're, we're going to go to verse 10, but before we go to verse 10, uh, let me, let me share, uh, another principle with you, uh, that I have found true in my life. 
Some years ago, I, I bought a, a, a piece of a wheat farm. It was a, it was a large uh, area, acreage and ranch, and, and we had intended on building a house there. But, but one of the principles I had learned, and this has been decades ago, was, was found in verse 27, prepare thy work without you know, and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterward build thine house. Uh, it was something that God spoke to me and showed me the value of uh, with that particular piece of property. You know, I, I, I was just learning, uh, the, you know, the word and the value of the word. And when I bought that piece of property, you know, the first thing I want to do is build a house. But do you know, the Lord had me work on so, so many other aspects according to this scripture and made it fit for myself. I, I'm, I worked on everything that, that was, uh, you know, I, I, I prepared my work without. I worked on a place that was going to make it safe and secure and it was going to make it fruitful and productive. And, you know, and uh, all the things, you know, I, 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 I dug out a spring and, and dug ponds and made, uh, made sure that we had water supply there because there was no city water there. It was, uh, it was uh, a long way to city water. So I had to, you know, uh, make, make, uh, uh, make our own way there as it were and uh, uh, made it safe and made it productive and made it livable and all the things that were necessary working outside before we ever built us a, a place to live there. And so, you know, I was so glad that I did because, uh, you know, just fulfilling this scripture made me feel like God was teaching me something with every step. Every time that I, that I did something else, I felt as though that, that I was following the will of the Lord. It was such a wonderful time. And in fact, recently I went back to visit that place. I, I, I'd sold it through the years and I just stood there and reminisced of all the Lord taught me while I was doing things outside before I built us a place to live inside. And uh, it, it, it just, uh, uh, it was just cathartic, spiritually cathartic to look back on decades and realize that God had used that to teach me something in my life. You know, uh, perhaps uh, things outside, you know, of, of, of your greatest desire need to be fixed up and worked out. You know, there, there, there are just some things you need to do. You need to make sure that, that your job is good. You need to make sure that you're, you know, that you're, uh, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're cared for and you're safe and all the things outside are very, very important. It's not just about what goes on inside. It's not just about your personal comfort. You know, uh, it's also about provision and necessity and uh, some other things. But hey, uh, we'll leave that for another moment. We're going to talk about verse 10 today. Uh, this just jumped out at me. Proverbs 24, verse 10 says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. You know, another translation says it this way. If you faint in the day of adversity and hardships, you never had it to begin with. What does that mean? That means that that we work and work and work. We build ourselves up. We we you know we exercise ourselves and and we prepare ourselves for for our future. And then when the future comes, you know if if we faint because of hardship or adversity that comes our way, if if if, if something difficult happens, if something you know some tragedy, some some unforeseen moment of difficulty of adversity happens in our life, and we use that to bail out. We use that to faint. If it just devastates us, if it knocks us down and, 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 and we feel like we just can't get up, then our strength was small. You know, 
so many times people come to me with a problem. And when they come to me with a problem, you know, uh, sometimes people imagine, uh, or at least I imagine about them actually, that this must be the only problem they've ever had because they're treating this problem like it's the end of the world. They're treating this problem like it's so big that it cannot be overcome. They're treating this problem as though that, 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 that this is the problem to end all problems. And in reality, it's not. God will not allow more to come upon us than what we are able to uh, 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 handle. He will not allow us to approach or to, to have to be forced over a hurdle that we cannot jump. Now, it may require faith. It may require work. It may require patience. But listen, uh, we do not need and do not have to uh, give up in adversity. If you faint in the day of adversity, if you quit on God just because it gets hard, if you quit on a marriage, if you quit on, 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 on uh, you know, a, a, a financial adventure, a business adventure, if you quit on church, you know, when, when things get difficult, if you quit on family, if you quit on a friend, just because it gets hard to be the friend, just because it's going to cost you something to be family, just because it's going to cost you something to, to you know, to, 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 uh, to, to make that work, then, then your strength is small. In fact, that translation, other translation, you never had it to begin with. You know, it makes me think of the day whenever David and his mighty men, when they returned from battle and ended up back at their home in Ziklag, it reminds me of the time whenever David, uh, you know, uh, everyone else quit on him. They were so distraught. Yes, they had been raided. And yes, their, their, their stuff had been taken and stolen. And even their families had been kidnapped and taken away. Yes, that's true. They had lost everything they had. And it was a bad day. It was a difficult day. It was a hard day. And so what did they decide to do? Everyone of them decided that they would go ahead and faint, that this is the place that they would quit, that right here is the place that they were not going to go any farther. It was just too hard. And so they all decided to quit. And yet the Bible says that David did something different. David encouraged himself in the Lord and he got, he got up and he went on. He said, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get that stuff back. This is not the place I'm going to faint. You know, it's the same thing that happened with the 12 spies in Numbers chapter 13 and 14 who were sent over into the land of, of Israel, the promised land, in order to spy it out. They came back. Ten brought an evil report and two brought a good report. You know, I mean, they saw the same things. Both of them said, yes, there are giants. Both of them said, yes, there are walls around the city. Both of them said, yes, they are formidable opponents. But two of the people decided they would not faint. The other ten decided they would faint. And those ten led everyone else into fainting. And the Bible says they cried all night long because they felt like they were unable to go forward. That's where they quit. That's where they fell down. That's where they stopped. And Moses, um, you know, uh, tried to get them not to. He prayed, but they wouldn't. And so here, Joshua and Caleb, you can read about it in Numbers, you know, 12, 13, 14. Here, Joshua and Caleb had an excellent spirit, the Bible says, and God honored them and saved them and ultimately brought them into the land of promise as the only two of those who had, who had gone over. All the rest of them died. Why? Because they fainted in the day of adversity. Yes, it looked hard. Yes, it looked like it was going to take some time. Yes, it was going to take some effort. Uh, yes, it, it was not exactly what they had expected. And it looked big and bad, but they didn't have to faint. They could have had victory because God was willing to give them the victory. You see, God's willing to give you victory today. In every circumstance, in every situation, He always calls us to triumph in Christ Jesus. God is willing to work with you and the light affliction which you are in. 
It is but for a moment. It, 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 will, it will produce a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory because you don't look at your problem. You look at your promise. You look at the God of the ages who has power and who, and, 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 and who is strong against your adversity. Don't faint in the day of adversity. Don't let your strength be small. Don't act like somebody who never had it to begin with, okay? So today we're going to just put this scripture in our heart. We're going to meditate on it. What does it mean? What, what does it mean to faint? What does it talking about adversity? What is it talking about strength is small? What is it talking about, you know, when, when, when I'm being encouraged to, to not faint, to not quit, to not give up? in hardship, okay? What does that mean? All right, we're going to think about that today and ask God to help us to apply it to our lives, okay? Are you ready? Let's pray right now. Father, Lord, we pray right now, Lord, that you would help us to understand your word, would encourage us with this word and this principle, Lord, and that we would take upon, upon ourselves a principle of life that we will not faint, we will not quit, we will not draw back, we will not be defeated because of an adversity. No adversity. Adversity is going to dictate to me what I've got to do. No problem in life, no attack of the devil is going to become my Lord. No word from the enemy, no fear from the enemy's camp is going to make me decide that I cannot go forward. Lord, you always give us the victory. You always cause us to triumph in Christ Jesus, Lord. We are more than overcomers, Lord, over every enemy. Jesus made a show of the devil openly, triumphed over him in it, God. And Lord, we are more than overcomers. Overcomers. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we choose not to quit, choose not to faint, Lord. If there's something, Lord, that we need to uh, stop, some, some other direction we need to take, Lord, then let us take it in the day of blessing, Lord. Let us make our decisions, Lord, to do different things in the day of your blessing, Lord, not in the day of the devil's attack, Lord. God, help us to stand strong against the devil's attack, for no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Lord, in everything that rises and every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we will condemn it, for it is our inheritance. It's our heritage. We are servants of Almighty God, children of the King. We don't have to faint. We don't have to worry. We don't have to look at, 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 at impending adversity and imagine that we cannot overcome it, Lord. Our hearts do not have to fail us for a fearful looking of things to come. Many people will, but not us. We will rise and go forward in the day of battle, Lord. Thanks, God, so much for your strength, your grace, your goodness on us, Lord. God, we just give you our lives and our day. Help us, Lord, to get the best squeeze, Lord, the best we can from this word today. And thank you, God, for giving us wisdom, Lord, helping us not to faint in the name of Jesus. Well, I just encourage you right now, meditate on this word. Meditate on it, okay? Turn it over in your heart all day long and make your decision that your problem is not going to make you quit. Okay? If you want to quit, quit when it gets good. Don't quit when it gets bad. If it's bad, God's not finished yet. God bless you. I love you. I will see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 25.